This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Obviously, Zay Flowers is out there, and um, he's an exciting rookie for them. But Mark Andrews will be back. What do you think about that addition and what that will do for the offense on Sunday? Yeah, I think he's going to dominate the Bengals. He always does. I mean, I'm expecting – I put the over at 80 yards. Like, do you think he has more or less than 80 yards? And I think he scores a touchdown. I just yeah. – every single time they play this guy, he finds a way to really take it to them. And what I think is just he's a really smart tight end. And when you play against Lamar Jackson, it's a lot of zone coverage. And he knows how to find holes there. He knows how to manipulate defenders. He knows how to get behind one guy and in front of the other and just kind of sit down. And him and Lamar have a mind meld with, I'm going to get leverage here. And Lamar knows where to throw it, kind of like uh, Burrow and Chase, where normally on go balls, it's like, all right, I know we're, we both know we're going back shoulder here. Or we both know I'm going to throw this over the top and you're going to go get it. So I expect him to have a good game. If he's limited from the injury still, that would be what I think stops him. But otherwise, and I'm okay with it. I think it's okay to let a guy have a pretty good game. Now, if Andrews has a, a great game, and then you're looking at like, because it's kind of like what with the Chiefs uh, in the championship game, right? Like Kelsey can have a good game and you still win. Even though he didn't have a good game in the championship game, they won. In the championship game, they lost. the Bengals lost. He had a good game, but the issue was Marquez Valdez Scantling had a good game, and now you're looking at it, the offense wasn't even that bad. What was it 23-20? Or the defense wasn't even that bad, 23-20. Um, but still, like when two guys start having a good game, so Zay Flowers also has a great game, or Odell Beckham goes for that 200-yard performance he said he was going to have in the Super Bowl, or Rashad Bateman has a big game. Now you're looking at like the issues with this. But if you let one guy have a good game, it is what it is. And I think if one guy is going to have a good game for the Ravens, it's going to be Mark Andrews. And maybe it turns into a fireworks show. But I just think that Luana Rumo has done a really good job on Lamar Jackson over the course of his career, uh, especially since he got the pieces he needed on defense. I think before that, you could look at some games. I think he was a defensive coordinator on you know the spin move play. But uh, that was before they had a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I think all of those are good points. I, I will add Mark Andrews. He's been limited all week, um, but I still expect him to go on Sunday. Um, I know he did tell the Baltimore Ravens media he's feeling better every game. So um, I agree with you. I feel like if he plays, he's just he's going to get his. It's just what yeah. happens. Um, and that is totally fine because, of course, this Baltimore Ravens, I, I know we talked about the injuries on the offensive line. Look, there's more talent and their wide receiver room than we normally see. Um, you know, Lamar did get some help when it comes to weapons. We'll see what Odell Beckham is able to do, but I still feel like Zay is their number one target. And, um, you know, if, if they shut well, down Zay. Over Andrews? 
No, well, not over Andrews, but I would say over wide receivers. Oh, yeah, I agree. I was mad I didn't get him anywhere in fantasy because I thought that heading in, and now I have Rashad Bateman everywhere because I was like, well, I think he's number two, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I was, uh, yeah, I, I, man, I wanted him everywhere. I was like, look, I, I think the other guys are fine, but this guy, I didn't even watch him in college. I was like, this guy has a chance to be good. So when it comes to the running game, uh, no J.K. Dobbins, it's really unfortunate. It's kind of what has happened to him in his NFL career when it comes to injuries, and he won't Full be out there. Injury and is devastating. 100, especially for a running back. Um, just absolutely, uh, it's awful. Feel bad for J.K. Hopefully he can bounce back in the offseason um, and return last year, especially when he was in a contract negotiations with the Baltimore Ravens for an extension uh, before all of that happened. You look at their running back room right now, and, and what do you think of that when it comes to stopping the run on Sunday outside of Lamar Jackson? Because I know he's mobile. Gus Edwards is a grinder. I think he's a guy that will get you what you need. And Lamar Jackson, obviously, if they can get him rolling in the run game, that'll be big. Um, Justice Hill, I don't have much of a feel for. It was interesting, but he's I, I haven't really watched him much. Uh, and then they could call up Melvin Gordon. Sure. I mean, that'll just feel like when they called up Le'Veon Bell before um, when he was over the hill. They could call Keaton Mitchell up. I don't know anything about him, uh, so I have no opinion on him. What I think is the sneaky run game for them is if they can get Devin Duvernay going on some, you know, junk ball, uh, not not trick plays, but just like designed plays, jet sweeps, because it's not trick play. You know, jet sweep isn't a trick play anymore. It's not like a reverse pass or something. But jet sweeps, um, some other stuff like that. Maybe you talk about screens as if they are part of the run game, just like real short passes. But, you know, he's fast, and I think he has good vision, and he's pretty elusive. He's a good return man. And I think they like getting him in space and letting him play offense as if he's a return guy. So that's the guy I'd watch for in terms of the run game being kind of like a surprise. Oh, okay, you know, Dobbins is out. Maybe we move to this a little bit more. They didn't do it against the Texans, but they were up solid when Dobbins went out. And also, I mean, they're probably holding a little bit back from the Texans. The defense was just completely different than I expect. So much single high. If they try single high with Stevens and Marcus Peters, I mean, you know, fire up the band. Yeah, that's something to watch. And, and on the defensive side, I know we hit on it a little early in the segment, uh, but the linebacker room, there's one guy. Who, who still terrifies me on their defense. And uh, yeah. I feel like him and Jamar ha might have a few words out there on uh, <laughs> offense and defense, maybe a physical game uh, from him. And and he's he's the one that I'm concerned with when it comes to their defense. Yeah, best player on the defense. I mean, Brooklyn Smith, he's great. Um, how, but it's just, you know, the, I think people want to attack the middle of the field against the Browns. I feel like in this game, you want to find – you want to – the game to me almost comes down to can you get the Ravens to not give all of their help to the outside so that you can get those corners one-on-one -on -one with your wide receivers? And if they can't, maybe the Ravens have a chance to slow this offense down or even stop it like they have before. But if you can – I just don't see those guys having the game that Denzel Ward and Martin Emerson and even Greg Newsom had last week. So I would just avoid Roquan Smith for the most part. Run game, you can't avoid him. <laughs> you know, he's right there. And Patrick Queen's fine. I think he's developed into a decent player. So his running mate isn't bad anymore. Uh, I think he used to be, but, you know, he's developed. 
what I'm interested in a little bit is this defensive line versus offensive line battle as well. Do you have any feeling on those guys now that Campbell's gone? I Clowney signed there, and I forgot about that until I saw somebody wearing like number 24, and I was like, who is that? So I think the biggest thing is what we're seeing this week, it's the highlight tape. Everything that happened against Miles Garrett, and maybe low light for a lot of guys. Uh, we can we can see what what I mean, it was all over the Miles Garrett highlights for this week. So I think this week you get to judge the offensive line a little bit better. Uh, the competition's going to be different. Look, oh, yeah. If the offensive line is bad this week, I my red flag's everywhere. Yeah. But it, because last week it's not there for me just because mm-hmm. you know, that, that rush is really good. Yeah, and it really week is. One. Now, week two, you're at home too, so they shouldn't have as good of a get-off as they as the Browns were able to get. Um I'm I'm kind of expecting a solid performance, if not a good one. But um, yeah, if, if it's bad, I gotta start thinking like, man, this this is a real red flag. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And that's a huge concern when your quarterback isn't 100% right now. Because Joe needs all the protection if they are still nursing that calf strain. Um, You know, do you want to see Joe roll out a little bit do you want to see joe go for the first down are you still like be cautious with joe out there right now in week two i'm kind of expecting a lot of zone coverage rather than man so i don't know if i really want him to run that much just because he's gonna be running into defenders if it was a team that was going to be willing to man up and try to play that way and really test joe burrow's calf if they had the corners to do that i like the browns did um then maybe i'd be like okay you know, that's that that's a question for Joe and not me, but you have the opportunity to really gain some yards. Kind of like Watson did. Watson took advantage of when the Bengals were in man coverage, he would run the ball sometimes and pick up some big gains. Um but when it comes to this defensive line, the I have two guys I'm a little bit worried about. And that is Odafe Owe, who Jonah Williams and him had a back and forth. I think in the first game, weird enough, where Jonah dislocated his first kneecap and came back after halftime, Jonah would shut him out. It was, you know, he was lights out in that game. But then in the second and the third game, Owe got him, and he got him good for multiple sacks in those two games. Not each game, but like one sack, one game, one sack, the next game. He also had an awesome pressure. I think it was just a pressure against Cordell Volson because they will move him inside, kind of like the Browns did with Garrett there. And he's probably their best rusher. He got clamped up by Laramie Tunsil, but everybody basically does. 